Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Pam and Ricky join me today for a fun show. There's lots of laughs because we talk about our most shocking moments on our Walt Disney World vacations. And ironically, a lot of them happen around the holidays. We didn't plan it that way, but that's just uh, kind of what came up. So hear what we had to say from dining bills to times in the theme parks, at the resorts, and even some guest behavior that we've seen that is just... uh, well, let's say shocking and outstanding. So we share some stories and hopefully you'll get some laughs and I'm sure you can relate. And then you could call in maybe to our live call-in show this Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Scott and I'll be continuing the conversation over there. So hopefully you enjoy today's show. As always, don't forget our podcasts are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney adventure for no additional cost to you. Check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this busy holiday season. It supports everything we do with that one extra click. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a special thank you to our patrons. You make all of our shows possible, so a very big thank you to you. You can support us as well for just $5 a month for all these shows. And you'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over, support us this week. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2407 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you, Feliz Navidad, and hope your holiday season is going well. We're going to have a good time today talking Disney. Today's going to be a fun one, so strap in. Not too serious. We're going to talk about our most shocking moments we've seen or, in some instances, been a part of down at Walt Disney World. I don't know if we've ever been part of a flash mob at Walt Disney I haven't, but that'd be nope. pretty shocking. Be pretty awesome, actually. I mean, there's still hope for maybe Marathon Weekend 2024. Who knows? Yeah. But we're going to have a good time. So joining me today, we have Ricky, and uh, she's from themouseforless.com, and uh, probably yeah. out getting ready to do some Christmas shopping this weekend. I don't know. What's up, Ricky? You know, honestly, I have done pretty phenomenally Stop. with my Christmas shopping. I haven't shopping. started. Stop. Stop. Uh, Stop. Thankfully, my family has made it very easy this year, uh, so that makes it so much better. Um, uh, now, my, you know... Um, Amazon orders have definitely gone up, but uh, yeah, th- this year has been super easy with the shopping part of it. However, this weekend I have to make um, Christmas treats for Lucy's teachers at school. So I have to make about five different treats that I'm going to try to do for her teachers while having an infant crawl around the floor uh, slash try to stand up all the time. And hopefully have a husband who will somehow assist me in this. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Okay. As a former teacher, uh, homemade cookies, always appreciated, and Taco Bell gift cards. Yeah, I'm not getting them Taco Bell gift cards. So thank you for that <laughs> suggestion. Um, but yes, they are getting homemade treats from me. So that's that's good. I have lots of treats that I'm making. So and hopefully you, they will enjoy them. And you know what always says love? Taco Cheryl's Bell gift cookies. Cards. Cheryl's cookies on the doorstep. Ah, this is also true. Yes. So, so you can tell here, here's a sign of a true sign of the holiday season around the Rollman household. This little behind the scenes Mm -hmm. when there are little baggies of 
Cheryl's <laughs> cookies, the, the the bag that the cookie for, yes. formerly was in, and there's yes. still like little sprinkles like all over yeah. the couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's like the scene of the crime, right? It's like yes. a CSI yes. episode. Like, okay, was that a green one? Was that a white yes. one? Was that a Christmas hat? Was that just a regular white icing? You know, and it's was like, that a tree? like, okay, so how many are left before Mike got even in there to, to try to eat one? Because they're exactly. going quickly. I mean, it's like a on the crazy Larry or somebody I heard that used to be in space mountain or they had commercials in Orlando. I don't know, man. It's like a blowout sale in our kitchen. Right yes. Now. I'm just saying. Yes. So Understandable. Shout, shout out Pam Forster. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Pam? She's from the, the card of the magic for less travel. Happy Friday. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Pam. It is. So I used to make cutout cookies wow. years ago until I found the Cheryl's cookies. And I was like, um, <laughs> You're like Cheryl's no. does it so much better than I do. And I don't have to come to my house. Done. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, uh, so Ricky, you'll find this out soon. So at some point you have like this romantic idea. Oh, oh yeah. we're going to make Christmas cookies. It'll be awesome. As the mom, I'm just going to tell you no. that like 20 minutes into it, you're the only one left still doing no, absolutely. That's you're, just you're, how it goes. Yeah, you're talking about like you're gonna make them with your daughter, right? Yes, like, oh, yes. it's gonna be a really great yes, like experience. No, where we, no, I already no. know that's yeah. No, either no. what happens is Hannah would either spend like three hours on one cookie, got it, or she's like twenty minutes into it, and she's like, okay, I gotta go now. It's See, like okay. In my family, it was the reverse for some reason. My mom and I always had planned on making the cookies. And then somehow I'm the one who got stuck making the cookies. Oh my gosh, now that's she's too funny. probably gonna yell at me now for telling this story. She's like, I did not do that. But no, I totally ended up making most of the cookies. Like, especially in like my tween and teen years, I definitely know I'm the that's one who so made the funny. cookies. I don't that's know so where funny. she was. She was probably working. And I was just like, I guess I'll make cookies. So <laughs> Yeah, so so every we, year my my fam does like the big cookie baking day. Like I mean it's an all day yeah. thing. Or sisters come over, friends come over stuff and like they make all different kinds, right? I love it. So I just I just do fly throughs and like you yeah, know, yeah. Gra grab like the beaters <laughs> and like I just lick the beaters and stuff. Oh man, it's the best Look, day of the year. This year I'm making it super easy on myself. I'm just doing like the holiday candies that you like basically make in the crock pot and then freeze. There and I'm like, go. cool, that's I'm just gonna do those and I'm gonna do I'm not joking. I bought uh, you know, breaking and put down cookies, you know, bake it, break and bake cookies. Yeah. That's what I bought. They're getting those. I but I have a special. They are the bacon break cookies are my specialties. So like, <laughs> I make them amazingly. Ricky, not are lie. you the ones that are asked to bring the rolls? No, 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 no. You can <laughs> ask Brian. The Pillsbury Doughboy. You can ask Brian and his family. I saved Christmas with the break apart cookies Ooh. one year at his at his family's. Oh my uh, gosh, Christmas. that's so funny. So it is a it is a joke. They are called Ricky cookies in his family because I saved Christmas that year. So, that's too yeah. funny. They're called the, the cookies from the tube. But I, I absolutely adore the break apart cookies. Like that's that's my that's my jam. I have it down to a science so that they are perfectly cooked. And yeah. So you want no confession? Okay, so like a month ago real quick and we will get to the Disney talk I promise but Mallory had a friend spend the night so they went up to Target because now their friends are driving right and she'll be driving in like two weeks so she'll be 16 that's unbelievable crazy god we started the show she's <laughs> two months old um but they went to Target and just bought like a thing of cookie like break and bake cookies right like sugar yeah. cookies or something because they just want something to do on a Friday night if friends spend the night whatever one of her cheerleader friends <laughs> so they only made like half of them and left the other stuff in the fridge so I'm in there, you know, like late one night, you know, got some milk, 
and I look at the look at the thing, and it's you know it's in there, but on the package it says safe to eat, like raw. Yes. So I'm they like, make it now. Game on. So dude, I, <laughs> I like every time I bring, I was like, well, just forget it. Like I'm not making cookies. Like I so for like a, for like a week I ate like raw cookies and that stuff disappeared. <laughs> It was the greatest. Like, I'm like, why would anybody ever make these cookies? Like, you just leave it in the it's fridge, true. crack the thing open, and just bust off like a half a cookie every time you bust it, every time you go through You're the kitchen. You're not wrong. <laughs> However, I have to give these as gifts, so I think if I just dude, gave them raw cookie uh, dough. Dude, you might be the most popular person ever because you're thinking outside the box. This is true. Remember, I was a gifted teacher. You got to see now things I need to a different see way. The cookie dough that I bought is, is safe to eat. Hundred percent. I can just Hundo. hand them that. Here you Hundo. go. Hundo. I mean, Think I outside the box. I was a gifted teacher, man. You know the the geniuses don't do things like everybody else. Don't conform. Oh my god, that's actually just not the worst hand idea. Them, just, hand them the dough, man. That's all you got to do. I hand them the dough. That was safe to eat. If I did, here you go. <laughs> just saying, when you hand them it, they're going to be like. Yes, exactly. Greatest gift ever. And that's going to lead us right into today's topic. So today, and I'd spent like an hour trying to get that onto the board, which I finally did. I had to do all kinds of YouTube videos. That's exactly why we're doing the show. So getting to today's topic, on a couple Sundays ago, we had the live call-in show, and Scott and I had a, I don't know how it came up, but we talked about getting, somebody asked, what was the most shocking bill you've ever got at a Disney? We talked restaurant? about it too. Yeah, did we talk about it on here? Yeah, maybe yeah. it was on. So maybe it was a Blast Monday show because okay. I wasn't. It here. was me, you, and Scott. Ah, and that's okay, that's because I knew it was Scott, so I figured it was yes. Sunday. Okay, I'm like, okay, so I was talk, there okay. for this. I anyway, okay, this. so that's what it was. But so it was the Bowman New Year's Eve, and I almost had a heart attack. They didn't yes. bring out the could you could you things to bring me back to life after I saw the bill because I'm cheap. So that got me thinking of like what are the most shocking other things we've seen mm-hmm. around Walt Disney World? So. Today, I thought we would share some of the, you know, just for fun. It's the holiday season and, you know, we just need a little, uh, you know, wallpaper here as we're doing our Christmas shopping and having a good time in the, you know, the most wonderful time of the year. So, Ricky, give give an example of a story, quick little story of a shocking thing you've seen or been a part of. Maybe you could, you haven't given us your most shopping, shocking dining bill or it could be anything. <laughs> Well, okay, I'll give you the most shocking dining bill first, but I do have something that I'm at the ready with the button in case we need it. So if you have a dramatic pause, it'll hit you. No, it's fine. Um, no, probably, I, no, seriously, I spent a lot of time on this. So I am okay. Ready. I'm sorry. All right, hang on. So uh, our most shocking dining bill was actually this July when we went to hit the button. That's perfect. Thank you. Give me a heads up on these so I'm ready. Got I got my okay. finger on the uh, top. We went to Chef Mickey's. That's, uh, for, I got as our too. family. Yes, they and, get you. And, yes, so this is for my 40th birthday. Uh, and so Brian, God bless his soul, uh, he had decided that, you know, he did all the planning for this. And he decided uh, this was Lucy's first trip. It was very important to me. And Brian and I got engaged at Chef Mickey's all those years ago. So bringing her to Chef Mickey's was a super, like, emotional thing for the two of us, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, we had my entire family though. So it was my mom, my dad, my brother, and my brother's fiance, Kevin. And so we, it was six of us. And Brian said, I will pay the bill. Oh my God. Brian is, Brian is a martyr at that point. Oh my God. See, I, I because, just, I just got emotional just when it's only my, like my, <laughs> what do you call it? Your core family, your, your yes. nuclear family. I am not paying for anybody else. You're on your own, man. Especially yes, a place like no, Chef no, Mickey's. No, no, no. That is, that is suicide. No way it's, am I doing that, man. That's crazy. I could not go that far in debt. It no. was our, it was kind of 
weirdly our gift oh, to you guys my are family, crazy. even though it's my 40th birthday. I don't know. I don't Brian. know. It seems Brian. like everyone else should have bought yours. <laughs> okay. Brian. <laughs> what are you doing? But Brian decided that he wanted to, because he knew it was important that my whole family oh. was there. He decided that he wanted to pay. He would pay for my whole family because they would. No wonder we ever see Ryan. He's working his fourth job still. (laughs) (laughs) So needless to say, uh, that was especially because I think my brother and Kevin got mimosas or something. Oh my god! You've ever seen the movie Airplane where he's trying to land the plane and the sweat's just pouring off? Is is your brother's ordering like his third mimosa? Brian Brian is like. Like just buckets. He's going like into the bathroom and changing his shirt because it's like just soaked. Now, uh, the good news, question mark, was was that we were all so full from that meal. Brian was actually going to pay for our dinner as well later that night. And I forget where that was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be like at Steakhouse 71 or something like later that night. I don't remember where it was supposed to be. We ended up canceling that because everybody was full at that point. So uh, we were like, no, we're good. We're just going to have the one meal. And so thankfully, we didn't have to pay for everybody else at that point. And all we had to pay for was then for me and Brian to go up to California Grill for dinner that night. Uh, we I can't believe your credit card was still accepted at California Grill that <laughs> night. It was on fire. Yeah. Also, he paid for us to stay at the Contemporary that night. So oh. like that was probably our most expensive day ever at Walt oh Disney World. God. Not going to lie. <laughs> you guys are some ballers that night, man. If you were in Vegas, you'd have been. you turned 40? I'm just saying, if you're in Vegas, you'd have been like in, the, like in Rain Man when they put him in like that room with all the windows and like he learned how to yes. dance with the with the lady of the night. I mean, let's just be honest. How often do you not only turn 40, but have your daughter's first trip to Walt Disney World? So you got to yeah. go big, right? I, I turned 50 and I think I got an Apple Watch. I'm just saying <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot simpler times around here. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> so that was our most shocking bill. The entire day was the most shocking bill. Yes. <laughs> You're giving me palpitations and I'm just living through it as a third party. (laughs) Needless to say, we have not done that since, nor do I think we'll ever do that again. Yes. Real quick. Shout out to Brian. That was, (laughs) I got it. You do remember this is the man that we call fiscally responsible. I'm saying that's what what I'm saying. I mean, man, I'm hurting for the guy when he got that. I couldn't even look. I'd be like, can you just cover it and just take my... Here's my car. Right. Just don't Take give me the, just car. run it. I actually do that sometimes at the at like restaurants. I be like, I just like, I do that. And I know this is probably terrible. Like people are like, Mike, you should like itemize things. I do like at restaurants, I'll just hand them my credit card and I won't even look like yeah. it, actually my wife does the tip. I don't even want to know what it costs. Like I do that all the time. My wife fills scary. it out. I just hand her the card. They run it. She does the tip thing and those hands. I don't want to know what it costs. I'm terrible. Oh, Cause it just, like, I, because I just like enjoy myself. I don't want to like think, okay. Pam, give us a shocking story. That's going to be a hard one to top. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was definitely hard. That was, good, that was, that was a good start, though. I like it. <laughs> it yeah, right. So I will say um, one of the things that I was just shocked about, and I think it probably had more to do with guest behavior um, than anything. Oh, you're going to steal mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> no, no, you're totally was stealing mine. Okay, yes, I was, was, I was there. I was there. I was there. Yes, I was there. Yes. Too. 
Yes. It was so crazy. Like when you get to like the lost... biggest part, give me a pause. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes. So I will just tell you, it was a busy day, and everyone going there knew it was going to be a busy day, right? Yes. It just is. You knew that going into it, but it was the place. You know, everyone wanted to be there. Everyone wanted to see what was going on and be able to say that they were there. But yep. this is the thing that shocked me, Mike. The way people lost their dang minds at certain points. They're over fencing into grass, almost down to like the water moat area before you get to the castle. Like it was like those uh, those people. Oh wait, they're gonna go. Oh, they went over. They're over the fence. (laughs) They're in there. They're going down the hill. No, they aren't going down. They're going down the hill. They had strollers. Right, dude. I saw I saw a wheelchair going down there. I mean, (laughs) it was crazy. They had strollers. I'm surprised that there weren't water wings and people were doing it. I mean, like swimming over to the other side. This was like medieval times, like storming a moat to a castle. It was hundred percent. It was like it was like it was like a Hollywood feature movie i know it was a lot Uh, and it really was it uh this i cannot fault disney for this like they had enough cast members there they had all that who would have thought that you would have had to stage cast members along the fence line that was like (laughs) the fence itself is enough of a deterrent no it was not it It was not enough of a deterrent so yeah that was craziness i mean really and true craziness yep. but good fun to watch i oh, will say like you were just like wow they just did well, that just, disney anarchy that's where that came from that's Hashtag disney disney anarchy. Anarchy. Yes. so yes. that day they i think the magic kingdom was probably because it was pre-covid obviously it's 40th yeah. but i mean so the magic kingdom was probably sold out but the thing was every person was in the hub like, oh, yeah. And it was it was like right at park opening. It was like nine, new, 10 o'clock. Was there a new or fireworks show? No, no it was, it was the they evening. were doing like a dedication. It all really was yes. was like a banner all it was or something. Was a it wasn't, dedication. It oh, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, anything right. special. Like everybody was there though. I, I mean, we were like shoulder to shoulder, like and everybody's taking pictures. And I remember because we were off kind of to the left of the castle as you were yes. looking at it. Yeah. And it was getting over towards Adventureland, kind of Liberty Square-ish. And it was just yes. wild. I was like, somebody it is gonna that get killed. Hill in that here. Goes down to the wall. Yeah, I was like, oh man, this is not because the thing is you're right, Disney has had ample cast members but the yeah. thing is i mean you got to realize like the guest to cast member ratio is still at that point it's like 100 you know probably 200 to 1 i mean at you know least, if the guests lose yeah. their minds i mean there's nothing you can do at that point it was yep. just i was yeah. like this is unreal <laughs> it was it, it's one of those times where you're like if you see people do this what else right. will you do what else will they do it was just it's one of those things like I, I don't know i've been there at very very busy times and never felt like oh this is a little scary yes. um you know what i mean but that was, that was one of the time it, it was a little scary because you were like what else are they gonna do like the rest of the day like yeah. that kind of thing like if they'll do this to listen to a like a two minute rededication like what will they do for something big? I don't know. So, anyways, um, that. But yeah, it was. People lost their minds over that. They did. The they did. That was a wild day. I saw <laughs> a button from it, but the button should have said, "I survived the 40th." And this so is true. Like, yes. Who would have known that we would have needed to <laughs> true. know all this? But yes, absolutely. It was craziness. All right. So I have a mini list and mine is actually, it's shocking, but in a positive way. It wasn't like something that was terrible and it was 
something that a few of us have probably seen, and it happened very, very briefly. And I cannot believe in the year of our Lord 2023, moving into 2024, that this is not a thing, and it is in Europe. It was when they had the drone show at Disney Springs. Yeah. And they had this for a media event, but they also did it around this time of the year. Yeah. Would that That's have been like 2015 or 2016 ish? It was the mid 20 teens. Yeah. But like it was for the general public. You could go out because I remember I, I saw it with my wife and my kids. Like we were down there. We, we watched it actually right behind the Gloria Estefan uh, restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Whatever that I was. I think called. there's video on the mouse Bongos. for us. You can have it out there if you yeah. haven't seen it. We, yeah. we, we watched it because we watched it twice that trip behind Bongo's. And um, yep. I just remember like the first time I saw it, I was like, We'll never use fireworks again. Because, I mean, seriously, I was like, you can make fireworks are going to go. I, seriously, I was I, I I evangelized drones and I said, there's no reason to ever have fireworks because these are reusable. These can be different colors and you can make them anything you want. You can draw in the sky and the technology will just get better and better and better as time goes on. Right. Because they can fly longer. They can be smaller. They can do more with the LEDs. And that's all true. I guess that the thing that we've run into over the years is just the legality and the, the, the danger of flying over people, you know, I mean, dude, I'm just telling you, I have been hit by shells by illuminations more than once. And I've brought those pieces home as souvenirs. I'm just saying I've been drilled by shells and illuminations and I never complained. I was like, cool. It's just, it's interactive. So I'm just saying, bring it on. I just remember though, when I saw that, you know, there was a dove in the sky and then, you know, there was a, you know, uh, you know, just all these designs and it was silent and they could play music, but you didn't have, I just, I seriously, again, old dude, get off my lawn kind of thing. Right. Maybe I'm easily impressed, but the technology of seeing that for the first time, it, it did. I mean, it was shocking to me. Like I, now it's, I guess it's kind of passe for people to see the drone shows because you see them like at ball games, you see them, at, you know, towns and stuff. But this was the first time. This was one of the very first times because Disney had a relationship with Intel to kind of demonstrate the the technology to kind of proof of concept it. And I just remember I was like, holy! I, I seriously, I I could not believe it. Like I I looked up there, I just I kept looking like because it was like silent and they disappear and also whew, a dove mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh what you know in a different shape you know it's like it was just it was unreal and that was just one time i was truly shocked at something i saw at walt Disney in a great way and i just wish you know i know they're doing it in paris i wish they bring it to the states it's, it's awesome so that was a good thing no anarchy nobody was hurt <laughs> yes yeah. it was truly impressive was. no i i was i felt the same way as you did mike when i was watching it it was so seamless and the design transition would happen so quietly and quickly. I kept looking at it, trying to be like, do they have that many different drones that they're turning them on and off? Yeah. Like one group is getting into position, position for yeah. one display and then they shut those off and then another one was whatever. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this, but it was really truly beautiful and just the things that they could do for it. I thought like you that it would replace some of the fireworks show i think i always felt like people would still want like the, the fireworks booms. yeah the booms i mean because yes. it, it's a part of kind of the you know the lexicon of a of a you know of like going to a theme park you know you gotta have the right. booms you gotta have the smoke 
Yeah, I yeah, agree. But it's true. a compliment. But it was. It was truly. And I still hope that we will see that in some way. Like mm -hmm. that we will see it incorporated into it. You have to also know that like Europe, many of the countries have very different um, yeah. requirements for litigation. Um, mm -hmm. and, and like when you hold a company liable, liable for something. So I think that that may play into it a little bit. Who knows? I mean, this is just me talking out of the side of my mouth. So I don't know. But um, so, yeah, I hope that we do get to see that. Though. You're awesome. All right, Ricky, give us another one. Your first one was pretty, I mean, that's a great A plus. So you got a lot to live up to. <clears throat> so um, I guess this is like what some things that shocked you, right? Yeah, so definitely. I guess some of the, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that this is one of the things that has shocked a lot of people um, over the past few years. And hopefully, uh, as we move forward in time, it will not take quite so long. Um, and I think the thing that's that shocked me the most is how long it has really taken Disney to bring some of the things that they've talked about, you know, at like those D23s to fruition. Um, I think that that's definitely been a, a really shocking um, point for me is, is just that the time lapse, you know, it took what forever for avatar to be built you know it, it seemed like it took like 20 years you know and of course you remember you know obviously with this whole epcot thing it, it took a while for them to get that built and we know a lot of that had to be with you know COVID and stuff like that too um so you know but there's definitely been things that disney it's taken them a while to get that that construction track on and i'm really hoping that as we move forward with time and they're talking about these things of, of building, you know, they, they're talking about all these things they're wanting to build for the Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom and, you know, stuff like that. I'm hoping it doesn't take like 20 years for that stuff to come to fruition. Uh, and instead, it, it the the track moves along a little bit faster. I know that they, they have all these grand ideas in the next 10 years. And I really hope that we see them in the next 10 years instead of it's going to be a little longer and it's going to be a little longer and it's going to be a little longer. So that's kind of one of the things that shocked me over these past, you know, a few years is just kind of how long either, either Disney's announcing these things too early in advance and then, you know, expectations are, you know, miscombobulated or, you know, obviously there are construction delays and things like that. But I just, I feel like the, there's not a happy medium right now. And I feel like there, there needs to be, and I, I think that they will get there. Uh, and I'm excited to see what they have for the future because, you know, I, I am excited to see what they have for Disney's Animal Kingdom and what they have for the Magic Kingdom. And, you know, I'm not one, you know, poo-pooing those ideas. I, I, I'm excited to see what's on the, on the horizon. Um, I just hope it doesn't, you know, take 20 years for it to happen. Amen. <laughs> Let's move. Let's, Let's move. move. Let's go. I'm so excited. So I just want to see it. You know, I want to, I want to see it. So yeah. Let's go. All right, Pam, yeah. give us another shocking thing you've seen. <laughs> okay, so this is one of mine, and this is in relation to an attraction. And you know, I think is it, is you, it somebody stripping off all their clothes on no. a small world? No. Oh, okay, that wasn't it. <laughs> no. That would have been I a think, big old. And that would have been shocking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I think one of the things that impacts many of us, uh, especially if we go often, is the sort of like oh it's a new attraction i'm excited to see it is it gonna live up to the hype is it gonna do whatever but i will tell you there has been one in recent years that has really lived up to the hype and it is 
Let me go. I almost missed it. There we go. Rise of the Resistance. Yes, I knew that. 100%. So I will tell you, the first time I wrote it. That is shocking. I was like, oh my gosh. Like it. It, there, I didn't know what to expect. I tried to stay very clear of spoilers. They did have us on early to get to experience it. And I was just blown away. I, I felt like... lack of faith disturbing. In, <laughs> I know, right? But you feel like so often they're going to say, we're going to put you in the middle of this story. And you're like, yes. I mean, I have sure, to spend yeah. a little bit of reality to get there, but whatnot but this felt very different because there were so many different parts of the experience there just really were from um ones where we're standing in the middle of it and we're being told this and we're riding in a vehicle and we're running from ship to ship and we're doing this and we're getting boarded and all of this like i, I just feel like it still is one of those attractions that i'm like this is really all encompassing. Like mm -hmm. I really feel as if I am part of the story when I'm on this attraction and the fact that there are different ways, you know, that things can play out with your ride vehicle and whatnot and things like that, I think just sort of add to it. But don't you guys feel the same? Like it's a spectacular attraction. 100%. It, you know, the, the shock factor is multiple times in this attraction, you know, whether it's you know going you know on the, the the ship and then getting captured and seeing that room with all the stormtroopers in it to then morphing your way marching your way into the you know the the interrogation area where you know the the, the cast members kind of play with you and, and do make you feel like you are being captured and and then you know once the they're there to save you that and then you actually get on the ride and so you haven't even been on the ride yet right and that's, the, that's like that's amazing right there and then yeah. you get on the ride and you're like mind blown because there's so many different elements so many different things that are so technologically advanced that it just it, it's kind of the first time i went on it i was like what did i just see you know <laughs> i i couldn't process it all so and of course at that time you know there was only one opportunity to ride it really because it was I was I was uh, wrote it with when they still had the virtual queue and it was impossible to get the virtual like you had to be at the park to get the virtual queue and it was mm -hmm. you know I mean I got one of the last ones of the day it was right after it opened so um, it really is an incredible attraction when you look at all just all the pieces and then combine it together it's it's definitely shocking. You guys remember standing on Sunset Boulevard by Tower of Terror like in the dark to get your virtual queue for Rise like in the like at the park opening. Yeah, well, yeah, mine, mine was at 9 o'clock in the morning that day. I always, stood, yes. I always stood right there, like, by uh, by Tower and Rock and yeah. Roller Coaster before the park opened to get my virtual queue mm -hmm. for Rise, and then, because then I'd jump right onto Rock and Roller Coaster yeah. when the park opened. Mm -hmm. That was crazy mm -hmm. times, man. It was. It was. Uh, it was. I, I did, I did that multiple mornings. That was shocking, <laughs> but that's what we did. Okay, yeah. so yes. I have a few more, but we're going to go long, so I'll have to save some of these. But one of my most shocking things. Oh, was it my turn? No? Yeah, yeah it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. And this is one that I hope we get to have something like this again, because I think there's a lot of guests that have not had this experience. And I think every guest needs to have this experience. And again, it gets back to New Year's Eve, but it might not have been the same New Year's Eve as the Chewbacca had and the Boma heart stopping bill, but it could have been. No, it was before this. 
<clears throat> it was the first time that I was at Epcot for New Year's Eve when we saw the New Year's Eve Illuminations tag. Oh. Now, if you've never seen the Illuminations tag, because you know, yes. guys know I was Illuminations was the end all be all fireworks show for me. I love the music. I, I love the globe. I know that there was a pause there where you could check your emails if you had to, but whatever. Stop hating. But the thing is, <laughs> I hear you. So um, I loved it. But here's the thing, man. There was nothing better than New Year's Eve with Illuminations. Because they talk about like all these countries around the world that you know, uh, UK. Our friends in the UK brought in uh, you know 2023, you know five hours ago, and you know the friends in Japan brought it in you know 12 hours ago, and then light up Japan. It was just awesome. It was like God, I love the world. I love this. Like you're just so happy. But then. Walter Cronkite would be like, strap in, ladies and gentlemen, because we're about to blow this place up. And then, whew, I mean, every firework in Central Florida, like, they're just like, okay, here, just give me a torch. Let's grab that torch over by Mexico. Okay, let's just throw it on the Inferno barge in the middle. Whew. And every firework in Central Florida goes off at the same time. And I swear, because I have video of this on somewhere. It's probably on Google. I'll have to find it. But I am not kidding. There was one time I was up on the rail. And you could just feel the concussion of the fireworks just in your chest. It was just like, it was like King Kong just beating on you. And I just remember that that night because I had the video. I just screamed. I was like, ah, because it was like hitting my chest. And I was like taken by, I was like moved by the spirit of illuminations. It was the greatest thing. I was just like, this is this is living. Because like, honest to God, the ground was shaking. It there was so much like pyro going off all at the same time. And it was like 10 seconds, maybe. I mean, the sky was bright as noon. There was uh, stuff was raining down on you. You're getting hit. It was like acid rain, but like chunks of cardboard. Yeah. I mean, it was the craziest thing. It was interactive. It was just like, well, it, it probably was, wasn't supposed to be interactive. But I don't was. care. It was awesome. <laughs> it was raining illuminations into my soul. It and it was, I mean, it was shocking. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Bring it back. But that was one of the yeah. most shocking, amazing nights, 10 seconds of my life, and I wish I could do it again. I mean, you guys you guys have been there for New Year's oh, Eve. Yeah, I mean, you, the ground sure. shakes when they bring you out that World War Three barge. They call it the World War Three barge. I mean, it would just yes. be wild. You absolutely feel it in your it's chest. Incredible. Holy cow. It, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's ear deafening, and, and it's, yeah, incredible is the correct word. So we also have the video of that on Mouse for Less if you've never seen it. So Bam, okay, she's just talking about legalities of like your how is that World War Three barge legal and they I can't fly know. drones? Because that thing cannot be legal. Because I swear if something <laughs> goes wrong with that, like there is gonna be a hole in like the greater <laughs> right? central Florida area. That's Holy true. cow, there's a lot of pyro yep. in that thing. Yeah, but that's that that was one of the most shocking in another in a good way but it's just like is this like supposed to be happening because the ground might crack between my legs right now and i might be standing on two different continents before the show is over all right ricky give us one more we'll go to pam one more and we'll get everybody set to go christmas shopping for the weekend all right so my one more is also related to epcot uh and it's also related to new year's eve uh and that is the fact of uh i have learned a valuable lesson uh do not drive to epcot Amen. that was on my list <laughs> yeah so um I, I i made the mistake and drove to epcot one year on new year's eve i think i was staying at my brother's apartment and um yeah a uh, big 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 mistake because 
Yeah, have you ever seen the yeah. movie Field of Dreams at the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the reverse parking lot at Epcot on the way out. Just saying. It is. It is. Um, I literally thought I was going to fall asleep, have to fall asleep in my car because I didn't know if I was going to be able to get out. I'm not oh, I, joking. One year I thought I, I thought I was going to see the sunrise for real. I did not move for a good like hour and a half to two hours. I mean, there I did not move my car. I couldn't get even get it out of the spot. Uh, so that's the crazy part. Luckily, I have no idea. I got so, so lucky because I literally would have slept in my car that night. Seriously. I was in just the right parking lot that I was able to cut through a, I guess, cast member parking lot or something. The story would be better if you said a a grassy berm. I don't know. No, (laughs) somehow I ended up on this off road, like the... The, this road that I don't think I was supposed to go on, but I was going drive. on go it ahead. anyway because I just wanted out of there. Other cars started taking that route, and I'm like, I'm going. I'm following them. If they want to yell at me, they can yell at me, but I'm getting the heck out of here. It was definitely we're a road back to Disney anarchy would... again. We're, 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 <laughs> yeah, we're exactly. I'm, I don't think I was supposed to go on that road, but at that point, I was like, nope, I'm not sticking around here for another two, three, four, five hours and not leaving Epcot. So I'm, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was on my list as well. And this is why. Let me just say, you may laugh at what a room costs at Beach Yacht or Boardwalk yep, on nope. New Year's Eve. Pay it. it. Pay it. It is worth it. People, you talk road rage. That parking yes. lot in Epcot is it's the it's the incubator it's the for road yes. rage on New Year's Eve. I mean, even the most, you know, like a Southern Baptist preacher might start boiling up some road rage in that parking lot on New Year's Eve. Just saying, it's not good. All right, Pam, close us out. <laughs> so mine has to do with being in the world on major holidays as well. But I will say. The thing that has really always sort of shocked me about all the holiday stuff is, Mike. Oh. <laughs> he wasn't prepared. I was. I was trying to grab a soda. It's all good. Is r- literally the lack of problems that actually happen with that many people. Oh, now you've jinxed it for this year, Pam. Way to go. <laughs> I know, but wait. I will just say there are so many things that really, I mean, for uh, you can contribute that too. I mean, a lot of it is Disney's experience, right? And prep in this space, the cast members that are working there, they keep it all fun and moving the way it should be. But you have to give credit to some of the people that are there is that you are in Disney world. There really is this sort of feeling of camaraderie. We've always said this, like at the end of illuminations, when Walter Cronkite would speak, you all, you felt like, like, we could like if we all put our energies together like we could like fix the world like it could happen like all these things and i really hope this year even more so than other years that people when they're there at the craziest time of the year and the most magical time of the year that they will think about those things that you're just so so fortunate to be on vacation somewhere during this time and let the little things just roll off your back there is probably nothing that's going to go wrong that is that impactful or that worth climbing over the fence and going to it's just not worth it just enjoy it there's so much magic there especially at the holidays 
that it's like really one of my favorite times to be there. So unless it's a really good popcorn bucket. Then you would elbow throw an elbow. Absolutely. No, if it's a thin, if it's a figment popcorn bucket, what about a cupcake? Would you do it for a cupcake oh. or no? <laughs> no? Buffalo grilled cheese sandwich at ABC, possibly. Yeah, Mike would do it for that. Yeah, cheese. he'd have check someone. For he that. would. Ice he cream, would. maybe. I don't know. Then we'd have to be hearing about how he hurt his hip. Well, this is true. Oh my hip! That's I'm just. Old. At this point, that's just called getting out of bed. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I don't even need chaos for that anymore. I'm fifty. All right, so that was fun, but we want to hear yours. So tag me on social media at be our guest Mike. Let us know. And even better yet, Sunday night, Scott will be joining me. We'll have a good time. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give us a call. We got to hear yours. I bet yours are better than ours. So we'll have the BOGP open line. Join us for that. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Don't forget, our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less. We are here over the weekend helping you plan great Disney vacations. It's still time to put one under the tree. So uh, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line Adventures by Disney. How awesome would that be? Spring break trip this summer. Take a cruise to the Eastern Caribbean, maybe a med cruise. How about if you're in a hot place, go to Alaska, take the family and you have all, you know, six months to look forward to it. That's the fun of a Disney vacation. It's the anticipation. And you could put something under the tree, you know, a plush, a guidebook. You could do a scavenger hunt on Christmas morning and just think about that video you're going to have for the rest of your life. So and you don't have to go to the mall. And here's another thing, no cost to you for our services. We're going to give you a great service for no additional cost. So check out all the details today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you do that shopping and uh, have stuff show up in an awesome box at your front door. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon that really does help us out. And our patrons really support us and make this show possible. Patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. You can support us for just $5 a month for all these shows and You'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. You can follow Ricky and all her antics over at Ricky Nibs on all the social media. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. And of course, I'm at be our guest Mike, and we'd love to talk to you this weekend on the socials. All right, jumping out of here, wishing you a great weekend. Hopefully it's not too shocking, but if it is in a good way and that you have a fun weekend, and we'll be back again on Monday with some more fun Disney talk. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike, wishing you a fun and safe weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.